I suspect, like myself, many of you have been probably watching a lot of TV. In fact, in the modern translation of today, binge-watching. Now, because I'm old, I get a kick out of watching a lot of the old vintage, or you might call classic, TV shows of my era. Um, shows like Car 2054, Where Are You?, or um, Leave it to Beaver, Hogan's Heroes. Uh, one maybe some of you who are a bit younger probably remember, um, Happy Days. Happy Days was a, was a pretty neat show. Uh, there was one particular character that, that um, most people liked. He was kind of the cool character of the show. Uh, his name was Fonzie. Now, you probably don't know it, but um, they actually modeled uh, the character of Fonzie after me. Um, because when I was a teenager, I wore a leather jacket and uh, a white t-shirt and blue jeans, and so it had to be after me. I mean, who else back in those days dressed like that? Um, there's this one particular uh, scene uh, in one of the, uh, the episodes of Happy Days uh, that I love. It always comes to my mind. Um, in fact, if you were to ask my wife uh, whether I resemble Fonzie at all, she would probably point to this scene, and that's probably about it. Um, the scene's about uh, Fonzie, and he's with some of his underlings. Um, well, you know what? Let me just show you the clip. Why don't we take a look? But Fonzie, not join. I'm all packed. You told me it was the right thing to do. Look, I know what I told you to do, but when I told you to do that, I was... <laughs> Ralph, I was... <laughs> I was not exactly right. What do you mean, not right? I mean, not right. I don't get you. You mean you were wrong? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Malfa. I was what you just said I was just then, yeah. Wrong? The Fonz wrong? Malf, look. <laughs> there is a first time for everything, huh? That was a great clip, wasn't it? And I have to admit, when I was a younger, I, when I was younger, I had a hard time saying I was wrong um, or not right. Let's just keep it like that. Um, I'm much better now at that kind of thing. But it's not easy to say you're wrong. And I suspect most of you feel the same way. Um, it's a struggle for us. This morning, as we continue our series on forgiveness, we're going to look at repentance again. Now, I know we looked at repentance last week. <clears throat> we're going to take a different angle on it this week. Last week, we talked about repentance. In fact, I, I even shared with you that that viewpoint that I was putting forth from Scripture that I believe is accurate from Luke 17 uh, is a controversial one with some folks because we said last week that repentance or forgiveness is dependent upon re repentance, that you can't have forgiveness without repentance. Um, there are those who believe you, you can, but the scriptures don't really bear that out, that God requires repentance. This morning, I want to look at repentance not just as a requirement of forgiveness, but I want to look at repentance in regard to resistance. Because repentance is something we struggle with. It's something that we just have a built-in 
resistance to. You see it all the way in the script, back in the scriptures. If you look at Paul's letters uh, to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, you really see it. In 1 Corinthians, we're told of a man who is having sexual relations with his stepmother, and the Corinthians don't approach him. They, they just ignore it. They don't look for any repentance. Then Paul, in 1 Corinthians, when he writes them, he really corrects them and tells them, in fact, chastises them, telling them that they need to deal with this person, that they need to, as Jesus said in Luke 17, go and rebuke him, which means to confront. Well, they do. In fact, they go and they rebuke him and they kick him out of the church. And then when he comes back to them in repentance, they don't let him back in the church. So Paul has to write a second letter with a number of other agendas on his list, but the primary agenda, uh, agenda that he takes up right away is telling these folks to let this guy back in the church because he's repentant, he's sorry. We don't really understand repentance. We struggle with it. We struggle with its need and we uh, struggle with the resistance within us uh, to engage it. And so this morning, I want us to look at what is all the resistance about? Why do we resist repentance? And so I want to share with you 10, actually I think there are 11 reasons why I believe is as people, as even believers in Christ, why we struggle with repentance. So number one on our list, 